Welcome back to Clay, the podcast for Christian men desiring to be the best they can possibly be. For his kingdoms come, my name is Justin. I am your host. Clay stands for courageously leading, always yearning. What are we always yearning for? More of Jesus in our lives. We know that if we consume more of Jesus, more of his word, uh, spend more time in prayer, spend more time at the foot of the throne, then our lives will look as though we're actually spending time there, not just talking about it or pretending on a Sunday morning. Happy Monday to you. Uh, This is a Monday upload, and uh, it's going to be a bit more of a call-to-action episode uh, than just a conversation starter episode. That being said, I hope that uh, you hear something today that inspires you to start a conversation with other men in your life. This podcast is growing by word of mouth. Thank you to all of you who have pressed that share button, who have left a review, who have uh, shared this podcast and had conversations because of it. The whole point here is that we build a community of men who are willing to pursue Jesus above all else. Now that order in and of itself is a tall order in our world today, in our society today, and it has been ever since God created the heavens and the earth and separated water from land. It's been a tall order. Well, once people got involved. Now, uh, where are we today? Uh, Well, we are busier than ever. We have more distractions than ever. And we have uh, a faster-paced life than anyone ever could have expected hundreds of years ago because of the internet, because of technology, and because of the speed of information. So how can you get involved in the speed of information? You can share the show, uh, share it with other men in your life that don't It's not about, oh, you need to listen to this because you need to learn how to do this better. It's, no, hey, you need to listen to this so that we can continue talking about this, so that we can do something about this. Whatever those topics may be, whatever those episodes may be that lead to those conversations, our hope and prayer is that uh, these conversations become productive and that we see some change in the Christian men of the American church. All that aside, today's episode takes us to Isaiah chapter 62 verse 6. Now, there are ample verses in the Old Testament, even in the New Testament with different translations, that have to do with watchmen. I'm going to read for you Isaiah 62, 6 out of the NIV today. I have posted watchmen on your walls, Jerusalem. They will never be silent day or night. You who call on the Lord, give yourselves no rest. So the question then is, what does that mean to you? Here, I'll read it again. I have posted watchmen on your walls, Jerusalem. They will never be silent day or night. You who call on the Lord, give yourselves no rest. Now, I digress a bit here because I had not really ever paid attention to the word watchman or what that meant or what that role was until I volunteered for our safety team at the church that I attended for many, many years. Uh, It was a privilege to serve on the safety team as a watchman, as someone who uh, was looking and paying attention and protecting the flock on campus. What took a bit longer to set in for me was that that role of a watchman is something that men need to adopt in their life day in and day out, whether it's for you and your family, maybe your spouse, your kids, perhaps you don't have a spouse or kids yet, or that's not part of yeah, your current situation. Well, then it's those around you. It's, uh, it's your, your family. It's, it's people in general. There is a role here that we are called to, and it's not about 
uh, a bunch of bravado and uh, jumping in and uh, being uh, the manly man as uh, perhaps uh, you may have grown up to uh, or become accustomed to accepting but it it kind of it kind of is actually it it kind of actually is about being the the manly man that you need to be for the time that you need to be it, 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 it about being aware about paying attention about uh, being alert to danger danger and what kind of danger do we need to be on alert for well all all kinds of danger all kinds from bodily danger as in physical harm as in uh physical enemies as in physical opposition and uh, spiritual danger. Spiritual, absolutely. If you were to accept the role of a watchman across all areas of your life, what would that look like? Well, it would look like you raising the bar, raising the standard on your way of living across every aspect of your life. From the way that you take care of yourself, the way that you think about health, the way that you think about exercise. Why? Because how how helpful are you going to be in a time of crisis if everybody's worried about you because you're out of shape and unhealthy how how helpful are you going to be when you need oh i know i know i know i know everybody says when it comes down to it i'm confident that i'll be able to do whatever i need to do in whatever situation comes because of adrenaline and natural instinct right and yet we have military and special forces and our law enforcement, etc., etc., that train and train and train and train, despite being perhaps the most physically well-prepared and mentally prepared that they can possibly be. They continue to train and drill and train and train and take care of themselves. Why? So that when the time comes, they actually are able to do what they need to do, to say what they need to say, to be who they need to be. So outside of physical health and taking care of uh, the body and the abilities that God has given you, how else does this appear into our lives? Well, think about the difficult conversations that, uh, well, we've been talking about for episodes upon episodes now, to the difficult conversations that you have on a day-to-day existence. Perhaps they happen in your home, perhaps they happen at work, perhaps uh, you're in school and these conversations are coming up in school. These opportunities for you to speak life into people and speak truth into people's lives that you choose not to because you're ill-prepared, because you're not ready to give a reasonable defense for your faith, because you aren't studying, because you don't know what you think about the most current current events in the context of Uh, of your faith and what you believe or what you say you believe because you haven't stopped to actually think and consider these things. You haven't stopped to actually weigh the pros and cons of these things. You haven't stopped to actually ponder and wonder what are the long-term consequences of this decision that I'm about to make right here, right now? Am I willing to go through that? Am I I willing to deal with that? What are the long-term consequences of this action in the church? If I go along with whatever this 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 ruling is or say this mandate does it agree with does it agree with scripture does it agree with my role as a watchman am i defending 
those that cannot defend themselves? Am I standing up for the innocent but the weak who cannot defend and protect themselves? Am I using my mind, the mind that God's given me, to think through, to work through, to wrestle with and contend with these difficult conversations, these difficult topics that I would just really rather sweep under the rug and pretend like they don't exist? But the truth is they do exist and they're wrecking families and they're wrecking people's lives left and right because we have much of weak, inconsiderate men who are concerned more with their comfort zone, who are concerned more with taking care of their immediate needs, their comfort, and their complacence desires, their selfish, their selfish needs. That's that's what we're taught to do, right? That's what we're taught by the world to do. Take care of, take care of you and your own, and 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 make sure that you uh, set yourself up well for whatever life you're hoping to live, and and call it good. Never mind going above and beyond and taking care of those that need you to step into the gap. Never mind going above and beyond and putting in a little extra effort so you can be the most prepared, so you can be the most well equipped to take care of those that need you in their lives, that need you to step in and speak that truth and to live that truth. That means when your neighbor is struggling and wrestling through whatever it is, life has, life has, life has things that happen, doesn't it? From tragedy to uh, kids who are wrestling with problems in school to, uh, oh, I don't know, sickness and, oh, it just goes on and on and on, Right? In this fallen world, we try and look and we find and we look, hey, is there any anything perfect anywhere? Yes, the cross. It's the last thing that was perfect in this world. It was Jesus. Jesus, and he ascended. And what did he do? He ascended and he left us the great commission. The great commission. So how are we doing, man? How are we doing at living out the great commission in our lives? How are we doing? Are you are you protecting those around you? Are you getting involved in those crucial conversations? Are you standing up for what you believe in? Are you letting other people do the thinking for you? Are you letting the government do the thinking for you? Perhaps it's your local government. Perhaps it's the media. Maybe it's your wife who's doing the thinking for you. Or your girlfriend. That's... That's shameful. Not that your wife doesn't have incredibly intelligent things to say. I know that my wife does. But she doesn't do my thinking for me. And I certainly don't need her permission to think. But I hear that an awful lot. Well, you know, the old ball and chain. Oh, well, you know, my wife. Oh, well, you know. No, I don't know. I don't know. What I do know is that God created you to be the man. You to lead courageously, lovingly, to lead well, to love her like Christ loved the church. And and last I checked, at, at least this is how my Bible reads, Jesus didn't stop and pander to the church and ask the church for permission to do anything, did he? In fact, he just kind of stepped up and led and made the way. Because he he is the way, is he not? But he didn't sit around and ask for somebody to, hey, would you would you mind if if I died for your sins? 
Would you mind if I laid my life down for you? Would that, would that be okay? Would that offend you if I did that? If I let them beat me and brutally torture me and nail me to a cross, would that, would that upset you if I did that for you, for your sins, so you could live eternity in heaven, so that you could really understand what it means to, to be in the presence of God, to fall deeper and deeper in love with him every day for eternity? to experience eternal joy? Would that be, would that be okay with you if I, if I made it so that you had a choice not to go to hell, not to find yourself in eternal separation from God, the creator of the universe? Would, th- would that be okay with you? Is that, do I have your permission? Would, would, you, be, would you be offended? Come on. How many of us men live our day-to-day life like like this. Well, you know, I thought about saying something, but I I just didn't I didn't want to offend anybody. I didn't want to cause any ripples. I didn't want to I didn't want to make any waves. Come on. Well, you know, I was going to do that, but I you know, I I neglected to talk to my wife a couple weeks ago and make sure it got on the schedule, so sorry guys, I'm just I'm not going to be able to make it. For crying out loud, man, pull yourself together. Communicate to your wife, hey, in a couple of weeks here, I'm going to this men's thing. I, or maybe maybe you do need to talk, hey, in a couple of weeks on Saturday, blah, 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 blah. Would it, would it fit in our schedule as a family? Would, this, would, would it be all right? Maybe it's not about asking permission, but it's just communicating the plan. Quit letting these little things become such big mountains, such big obstacles in your life. We're called to be watchmen. We're called to be men willing to stand firm, to stand firm, to be willing to give a reasonable defense for our faith, to step into the gap, to stand up for those who need us to stand up for them, to to fight, not not simply physically or even verbally, but just to be in the fight. Each and every day we're going to war. How can you not see that in the media, in your family, in your neighborhood, in your community? How can you not see that there is spiritual warfare going on left, right, center, all around you? There are people who are looking for something in this life. There's got to be hope. There's got to be there's got to be something. There is. And you know it. You know it. And you're not willing to share it? You're not willing to talk about it? Why? Because you're you're afraid of offending somebody? If what Jesus did on the cross causes offense, then so be it. Because he did it. And he conquered the grave and he rose. And he left you some instructions and he left me some instructions. And so my question to you today is what are you doing with those instructions? What are you doing? What is it? Or what are you not doing? Consider this. Consider this. You have today. You're not guaranteed tomorrow. You're not guaranteed to even finish this podcast. You're not even guaranteed your next breath. 
What is it that you will do today? It doesn't need to be some monumental, mountainous hurdle that you're going to leap over, that you're going to conquer. Pick something small. Pick a small step and allow these things to compound in your life and do this day in and day out. Quit making excuses for why you're not reading the Word. Quit making excuses for why your Bible is not open. Quit making excuses for the layer of dust. Oh, I have my phone. I Open the Bible. Open the pages. Turn the pages. Get into the Word. Quit making excuses for why your prayer life sucks. Oh, I don't have enough time. That's, that's BS and you know it. And BS stands for baloney sandwich. Come on. Quit making excuses. Stop it. Stop telling yourself that you don't have enough time. Stop telling yourself that you're not worthy of his calling. Stop telling yourself that you're not a man. Because I'm telling you right here, right now. Right here, right now. Man, God put in you the heart of a warrior. And yeah, that's going to look a little bit different for you than it might look for me. But in general, it means that you get up and you take on the day. You take on the day and you own it. You own your stuff. You don't make excuses. You go to battle. You go to battle for your marriage. You go to battle for your kids. You go to battle day in and day out. And you know what? It can be tiring. You know what? It can be exhausting. And that's why he, that's why God needs to be your fuel, needs to be your resource, needs to be your refuge. And that's why he's created us to do this together. He didn't create you to do it by yourself. If you're not in community, if you, don't, if you can't look left and right and go, okay, I know that I'm going into battle, but I know this guy is with me and this guy is with me and we're doing this together. We're wielding our swords and we're going into the fight every single day. Why? Because that is what you are called to do until the day you die. Until you take your last breath here on earth, that is what you're called to do. That's it. And it is so much more simple and it is so much more straightforward than any of us want to give it credit, but it is the truth. It's not difficult. It's not difficult of a message or a mission to accept, but the day might be difficult. The day may be hard. And that's okay because the harder the day, the stronger you're going to be coming through it. The more you need to depend on God, the better. Because that's the temptation, isn't isn't it? To do it all yourself. To do it all alone. To just live in your own little bubble. To wake up to that alarm clock. Press snooze a few times. Roll out of bed. Have your cup of coffee. Cruise on into work. Punch in. Punch out. Go home. Maybe do a couple things here and there, tinker with this, tinker with that. Watch it, watch some TV here and there. Play on some video games. Sit around and wonder what tomorrow is going to bring. Lay down, go to bed, wake up and do it all over again. Oh, wait a second. It's Saturday. I think I'll sleep in a little bit longer. I think that I'll sit around a little bit longer and drink an extra cup of coffee or two and just cruise because it's my Saturday and I, I earned it, right? I worked hard this week. I need, a, I need a day of rest. And then Sunday. Sunday looks a little bit different. Oh, we wake up. 
We wake up. We get to church on time, hopefully. Probably not because we're going to stop by the, the coffee shop on our way and buy a cup of coffee on our way to work and be 10 minutes late for worship because we don't want to do that weird greeting thing at the beginning where uh, the worship pastor sings one song and says, hey, say say hi to somebody around you. And there's that one minute where you actually have to talk to somebody and, oh, I don't know, be the church together. Weird. Now we're going to, we'll be just, just late enough for that. We'll catch the last couple of songs. They're the good ones anyway. We'll be there for the sermon. We'll sing a couple songs at the end and then we'll bounce. We'll get out of there. And we'll get home and what are we going to do? Oh, what do you know? There's cruise control. There it is. I'm just going to cruise on into Monday and do it all over again. What a life. What an existence, huh? Man, that sounds super exciting. That sounds riveting. That sounds, that sounds, I don't know, that sounds like an, an easy, easy sell, huh? Just go day by day. Just punch the clock. Punch in, punch out. Just cruise on through life. Cruise on through life, patiently awaiting death patiently awaiting your last breath. Go ahead. That sounds incredible. No, that sounds like an absolute nightmare. But it's the nightmare that so many men are living. So many men are living because you're listening to what the world is telling you. That's exactly what the world wants you to do. The world wants you to be weak, pathetic, and unproductive, just get in your little bubble and only do what you think you can do because that's what you've been doing for so many so many years, so many weeks, so many months, whatever. Lower your expectations for living. Lower your standards. Compare yourself to other people and make you feel better about yourself as opposed to making the comparisons to, oh, I don't know, Jesus, somebody who actually is worth trying to be more like. No, 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 no. Compare yourself to the people that fit into your category of living, that make you feel like you're on the right track, that you're doing real great with life. Do that. Do that. And then sit around and, and, and like, like the posts and watch the ads for the life that we're going to sell to you, that you want to live, that you should live. So, oh, you know what? Just swipe the credit card. You can have that thing. You can do that thing. You can go there. You can have that. And you know what? We should be able to enjoy this beautiful life that God has created. We absolutely should. But not at the price of instant gratification. Instant gratification. Something that ooh, we all love so much. We reach for the thing that tastes good. We listen to the thing that sounds good. We watch the thing that makes our eyes like it. We just click, click, click. We just click, click, click. Instantly. You don't have to forage for your food. You don't have to fight for it hardly at all. Maybe maybe if you live in a, in a place where the winter storm gets thrown on the broadcast and suddenly the shelves are empty and you're running around or perhaps you go back to the beginning of uh, COVID and where nobody can find toilet paper anywhere because we're all stockpiling toilet paper because the world was coming to an end. Oh, we ate that message up, didn't we? Didn't we, church? Just sucked it right up and said, yeah, we're going we're gonna to cower in fear too. For crying out loud. We're better than this. We're better than this because God created in you the heart of a warrior. The heart of a warrior. 
You. I'm talking to you. My heart is breaking for all of you men right now who don't believe that you have what it takes. I don't know who told you that. I don't know who got you to believe that. But here I am telling you right here, right now, you have what it takes. You can be the husband that your wife needs you to be, the father that your kids need you to be. You can be the man at church that's stepping up, that's leading the way. You can be that man. I believe that about you. And I'm not even sure who you are that's listening to this right now. But I believe that because I believe in the man that God has created. Whether you are sitting in your truck right now listening to this, whether you are sitting in your desk right now listening to this while you're working, whether you're working out right now, however you're listening to this, whatever you're doing, listen to what I am saying to you right here, right now. You have what it takes. You absolutely have what it takes. Gentlemen, if this episode resonated with you at all, if anything stuck out with you, please share it. If you have not left a review, please leave a review. Your reviews help dramatically as far as moving this podcast up in the organic listings for podcasts. It also just uh, looks really nice as people find it when they see that it's it's a listened-to podcast. And that's going to help more men find this message. It's going to help more men find their way to Clay, creatively leading, always yearning for more, for more Jesus in their lives. 